on this week's Deal Guy podcast, the most awesome guest that I can bring to you from the tech world. Plus, how do you work from home? VMAC is going to tell us. Hi, everyone. I am the Deal Guy, Matt Grant, and welcome to this week's Deal Guy podcast. I can't even imagine what's happening in your world right now, how things have changed, but I will tell you one thing. Most of us are at home, and if you are working at home, and you are trying to work differently, and if you are trying to function differently, someone that helps me function on all levels is Brian McDuff, better known as BMAC. He is an expert not only in the tech world, but so creative when it comes to filmography, videography. He's someone that you definitely want to check out and subscribe to on YouTube, and I have all of his social handles, Instagram, Twitter, and Amazon Live, proudly listed on mattsdailydeals.com. BMAC, welcome. Appreciate that. That was a very kind intro. Appreciate that, Matt. It's authentic and legit like you. And I'll tell you, <laughs> one, you, of, one you. of the people that, that I miss working beside, whether it's at Amazon in New York or even just virtually, our, our worlds are, are now really separated. And this, this virtual contact with you, I think, will help me feel less lonely today. So thank you for that. I know. It's been too long. It's been too long since we've been in the studio together. But hopefully soon this will clear up and we'll be back in there. I'm with you. Uh, one of the things that, that I definitely admire as a, as a fellow creator is your setup. And I figured today, if you didn't mind, I'd love for you to walk us through your perfect work from home setup. I, I know that you, you do things differently really than anyone I interact with. And I'd love to add at a point as we discuss things in life, I want to know how you're shopping differently and how your, your world has changed during all of this. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. I have a couple of different things that help me get through the day when it, when it relates to working from home. So where would you like me to start? I'd love to know if you've made any technical changes uh, since our, our world kind of flipped upside down to start. So if there's anything you, you completely changed, I'd like to know that. And then, and then just some of your recommendations equipment wise. I know there are people watching that are in the creative industry and there's a lot of people that are also in the consumption industry. They're, they're watching people like you and, uh, and try to find a better way to do all that. Sure. Yeah. So I'm used to working at home because I have a home editing station. So I kind of do everything from home. So that that hasn't really switched a whole lot for me. The other part is, but usually I'm inside all day filming, editing, and then at night I go to the gym. So that's that's throwing a wrench in my daily work. I'm not getting out that hour or two at night to be able to go to the gym. So what I've been trying to do is find things that kind of just keep me occupied at home. I was on a hunt for a Nintendo Switch for the longest time. I finally found one the other week. Snagged that. That kind of gives me my break from all the work. But besides that, I basically have a main editing computer. I have a separate recording area, which is my studio, which I'm in right now. And then I do have an iPad, which kind of gives me that leeway and ability to do what I don't have to do at my desk all the time. It could get kind of annoying just always sitting at my desk. So my iPad's my nice little way to kind of, if I want to drink coffee at the kitchen table and get a little work, then I can do that just for a little change of scenery. But besides that, it's kind of just all about just not being, for me, not being so, feeling so contained, especially in the situation we're in right now. And hopefully... Allowing me to kind of, you know, sit around different areas of my home and get things done and just be as efficient as possible as I can. Um, anything from, you know, getting the work done in the morning right away to right to the, uh, the end of the end of the day where it could all be, you know, a productive day, hopefully. I'm going to ask you some specific questions that I know are all in your wheelhouse and your domain. I know there are people that are sure. listening right now and later watching us on YouTube who are not necessarily part of the creative industry, but are asking for your opinion on very basic, like desktop or laptop? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really depends on what kind of work you're doing. I think we're fortunate enough now to have most laptops you buy 
sufficient enough for basic work from home needs. If you're more in the creative industry where you're starting to do more Photoshop or photo editing or video editing like I do on a daily basis, then you might want to consider a more desktop-based machine because that's going to have most likely a little bit more hardware built into it. But if you're just doing general, like I know, for instance, my mom is uh, working from home and so is my dad, and they're doing all those stuff they need to do on just a basic laptop, an HP laptop, just a couple hundred dollars, and they're able to do most of their telecommunication on that as well as their emails and anything they have to do in terms of writing uh, Microsoft Word or what may it be. So it really depends on what you're trying to do. The more you want to do, the more hardware intensive that work is going to be, the more I'd recommend a desktop. Otherwise, you probably will be able to get away with a laptop and almost any laptop. Again, it's all scalable. It's just email and surfing. You can get a couple hundred dollar laptop. You're starting to do some crazy video editing. Probably want to get a little bit more higher end desktop machine. Let's talk about RAM recommendations. So for the, the average individual where you're doing word processing, you're working through very basic tasks that don't include video editing. What's your minimum level of RAM that you would suggest that someone have? I'd say probably eight. Yeah. I'd say eight is probably a pretty good starting point because that's going to give you enough to do your basic editing, but also if you, whether it be you know photo editing or even Getting into video editing, eight might be sufficient, but even just editing in terms of Microsoft Word or whatever else it might be in terms of emails too, that'll be good. But then again, you could always add onto it down the line. Eight, I think, is a pretty good floor level amount you should look into because that'll also like start to do multitasking if you have a bunch of different apps open and you're constantly switching between them. If you're multitasking and you're work from home work, that'll allow it all to be a little bit more quick and snappy so you're not saying to yourself oh this computer's so slow and you're getting yeah. frustrated working from home and all that so eight gigs would be what i would recommend for a minimum now for the video professional i i would have thought if you asked me a year or two ago i've been clinging to this macbook pro that had 16 gigs of ram and it was uh, every time i opened obs it would crash and if you guys are listening right now you're unfamiliar obs is what bmac uses is what i use it allows us to not only stream but control when we want to share our screens with you, when we want to share websites with you, it allows us to be a little bit more interactive. I'm now using 32 gigs of RAM, which is the most RAM I've ever had in my life. I'm betting that's nothing for you compared to the amount of photo and video work that you do. How much RAM do you have in your setup? Believe it or not, I'm rocking 24 right now, if I'm not mistaken. No way, seriously? Yeah, well, the most, the most of what I'm doing, I've done benchmarking, I've done a lot of tests. Believe it yeah. or not, my video editing isn't even utilizing, I, I use a software that's not even using, utilizing the full potential of the RAM. What's more important for me, believe it or not, is the graphics card. So that's going to yeah. really go a longer way. Um, and I do just the RAM in general. I kind of close, whenever, this is a process I do, whenever I'm focusing on something in a particular app on my desktop, I close everything else just to make the computer more <laughs> honed in on what I'm doing and prevent any kind of problems. But yeah, 24, I do know that it gets capped off sometimes. I am noticing that. I'm kind of just waiting it out. I don't know if they're coming out, coming out with a new iMac later this year. We'll see. But I'm kind of just, you know, riding this one out until they announce a new desktop from Apple. And then I'll probably upgrade to that. And there will be more memory in that once they upgrade to that. But 24 is getting the job done, surprisingly. For I, me. I like that you said that. Well, here's the thing, too. I, I'm running 32 and I've done, and for anyone listening or watching, uh, on mattsdailydeals.com, I'll give you a full breakdown of, of how to monitor your CPU usage, which is how much of your computer's brain space is being operated for a specific task. So like right now, at 32 gigs of RAM, which I've learned is completely unnecessary, I use about 10% of my overall processing power, but my computer gets so darn hot. And for those of you that can that kind of see what's going on, this computer 
is sitting on top of a fan because it gets hot and then it wants to shut down. And that's something where I never thought I would have to invest in a laptop cooling fan working from home, but, but that's the, the case for me. Do you have any type of cooling needs in your home other than air conditioning during the summer in Connecticut? Mm, not really. The the desktop I use has a built-in fan. Yeah. I hear that going every time I start to export video. That thing starts up right away. But besides that, uh, I don't do a whole lot of work on my laptop for anything other than just streaming right now. And that has a fan in it too. But other than that, no, the built-in fans seem to be pretty sufficient. But again, that does depend on the laptop or the computer you have. Not all of them come in with a sufficient come with a sufficient fan to cool it down enough. And then if it gets too hot, you're going to get a kernel panic. Most likely it's going to crash and whatever you were working on could be lost forever. So it's definitely something you have to pay attention to. It's not a good feeling. And for uh, the, the people that are thinking the desktop laptop might be a little bit overkill. If uh, I, I know from at least the number of subscribers I hear from on a weekly basis, a lot of tablet requests and recommendations. Now, I've always been a very big fan of, of the iPad and its ability to multitask. If you're just simply looking at consuming content and you want to spend virtually nothing on a tablet, I know both you and I like the Fire tablet. Is there anything else that you think is, is really worth taking a look at tablet-wise or even within the iPad family, a, a specific iPad model? It's tough to say. I'm a huge iPad Pro fan. I actually have mine right next to me on Amazon Live monitoring what's going on over there. Are you live but right now? That's been... I'm not live, no, but I was just checking out to see who is live and what's going on over there. Okay. But I was um, also kind of just looking at the other iPads that are available. I've been a huge iPad Pro fan for a while, ever since I got it. And it's, for the most part, minus the actual video editing and exporting, I've been able to do a little Photoshop work, photo editing work on that. So it is getting closer to replacing my laptop. Nice. And like I said, I only use my MacBook Pro now just for my streaming. It's my dedicated studio laptop. But I would suggest if people don't want to break the bank on getting an iPad, check out just the regular iPad. It's only a couple hundred dollars now. I think it's a steal for the price you're getting out of it. And then if you really have a budget, yeah, I'm right there with you. The Amazon tablets are pretty incredible for what they're going to be able to pull off and for the price that they're selling for. So, But the iPad is kind of that sweet spot. Without going up to that $700, $800 tablet range where you might want to think about just getting a laptop, depends on your needs, then you could take a look at the regular iPad because I think that starts at 300, 400 last I checked, which is not bad considering, again, what you're going to get out of it. I want to know if you have a separation between your uh, creative space and your workspace. I know that you're you're constantly looking at what's going on in the tech world. You're monitoring trends. And, and there's a time where you're actually doing that in your personal life rather than for a live broadcast or a YouTube video. So do you do you have like a, a way you kind of break down your setup a little bit or you use your, your iPad when you're sort of looking for fun? Or is it all done in one place in your room or in your home? So it's funny. There's two two different sides to that. There's the physical side of things. And then there's also just kind of the mental side of things. Physically, yeah. I do have a separate studio. I have a two-bedroom apartment. And I dedicated yes. the second bedroom to my studio. That's where I go to film. And I like that. That's enough of a separation for me. Well, that's kind of my creative space. But then in my room is where I have my editing set up. And that's fine. That's That's kind of... That works for me. But the more I'm getting into this, as I'm starting to grow my audience and grow my brand, yeah. I am kind of wishing I had a separate out of this location spot for my creative work because that kind of puts me in that mindset where like, all right, if I were to leave right now to go to a different area and that's my creative space, I know I'm not coming back to my apartment until I'm done doing the work I have to do there for the day. That's kind of the mindset I'm going to have related to that in the future. But for right now, it's working for me. So that's the physical side of things. And then in the just the general lifestyle or mental side of things, 
it's kind of blended in a way because a lot of what I do is what I'm passionate about and what I'm just paying attention to on my day-to-day life. And I know one thing, and as you mentioned in, in my very nice intro, a lot of what I pay attention to as well is the photo and cinematography work. And that's been a little bit less... I've produced less kind of content for that in the last couple of months. I mean, it's always incorporated because I like to do the cinematic B-roll, whatever else it might be. But I do want to get more into that. where I'm hopefully teaching more photo tutorials or more video editing tutorials. Because right now it is very much so the newest tech that's coming out, reviewing it, unboxing it. It's kind of just like this snowball effect that I've been following. But I don't want to get too far into that without going back to the things that I'm very passionate about as well, which is the photo and the video. I say my brand's... Film, photo, tech, and lifestyle, those four yeah. things blended together. And I don't want the seesaw, so to speak, to go too far in one direction because then it's just, uh, it just doesn't feel fulfilling enough for me. But when I have a nice balance between all that, that's kind of when I'm like, all right, this is kind of just what I do, creating content about what I'm paying attention to on a daily basis and also being able to turn that into content without it feeling like a chore. Because once it starts to feel like a chore for me, it's like I kind of take a step back and then I'm less active. But once I find that creative groove where it's a nice balance between it all, that's kind of where I want to be. No, that's a that's a very astute answer. I, I think one of the things I feel constantly is that I've fallen behind as a creator because we're so limited now with what we can create. It was funny though, I was on your your Instagram profile page, I think it's like three or four days ago. I can't remember, I was just like scrolling around and I went to look back at some of these gorgeous signature shots that you had of both New York City and the Empire State Building. And, and if you guys have never seen Max work, he has this really beautiful signature way of implementing his style into things that you've already seen and registered. It's like the sky. I know when BMAC has a photo of the sky. No one else can take a photo of the darn cloud cover and I'd have any idea who did it. But you are, you're so distinct in how you capture things. And uh, I was looking back, and even if you feel like you're behind, there are so many people listening right now who will be watching later who can still go back and they've maybe never seen one of your photos before. They've never seen a video upload from me. I did some video on Neil unboxing, and that's the only video they've seen from me in the nine years that I've been doing it. And I think for, for a lot of the people out there, just as we're binge watching our favorite shows and we're going back to series that we've seen before, people are doing that with you and they're doing it with me. We're just not quite aware of it. And hopefully uh, that's what sure. I keep telling myself to take the pressure off of all of this. But have you changed how you're functioning in life in terms of the websites you use, how you shop, do you get more things delivered? I, I mean, I know you and I are both big fans of B&H. What, like, are things different? Do you wait six weeks for something to arrive? Yeah, I've actually been dealing with that. I'm a very impulsive, <laughs> impulsive buyer when it comes to gear or tech that I need, mostly related to the business though. If it's something that's more for entertainment purposes, I could be patient. But for instance, I was, when I've been, I've been streaming some video games over the last couple of days, couple of weeks, I needed certain gear for that. So I'd be kind of impulsive, like, all right, I need a new key light. And I'll go right on to Amazon or BH and try to get it as soon as possible so I could get to work as soon as possible. But I have noticed some shipping dates kind of being pushed back, at least as of the time of this stream when we're talking right here. And that has kind of impacted me. I'm kind of having to not really scramble might not be the best word, but kind of use certain products or tech pieces of gear that I already have for different purposes, multitask it, which kind of throws a wrench in my workflow. I like very much to be like, all right, this gears for this and just be able to think of something and be able to do it. Like for instance, I'm using my, my Sony camera, both for when I'm filming videos and I'm also using that for a webcam right now because I can't find a webcam online right now. So I wanted a dedicated webcam for when I'm streaming like video games or whatever else it might be related to, to, to that kind of genre. And I can't find the webcam. So I kind of been reutilizing certain things that I really would like to dedicate to certain pieces of content. But 
you know, you're adapting and um, you got to do what you got to do to make it work. So that's kind of what I've been doing is just going through it and using what I have to make it happen. I mean, we're all in it together. I, I think one of the things our listeners might not be aware of, you, you primarily exist within the New York City area. So this has been probably, I mean, I'm in Toronto. I, I've been stopped from going to New York for a while. Our borders are closed, but uh, this this must be particularly difficult from where you are geographically, just even in your apartment, knowing what's going on around you. Do you is it hard to kind of stay upbeat with everything going on? How are you finding yourself personally? It is, it is. And one of the fortunate things to bring up my Instagram feed again is that yeah. over the last six months or so, I actually started to get into analog photography. So actual 35 millimeter film photography that has to be developed and scanned. And I did a role and right before all this started happening, I had that developed. So I had like 35 photos or something like that. And I kind of made the decision since I can't get outside to get new photographs and take a picture of the sunset, like you mentioned, or be creative in that kind of space just because it's you're really not supposed to be going outside we're supposed to be staying inside and not going out to these different areas so i kind of just been utilizing those photographs that i have for that and using that kind of content repurposing content in a way too yes but and then in the broader side of things like i mentioned to you earlier like usually i'm used to being inside all day i'm used to working from home but then it's the nighttime where i go to the gym that gets me out that's kind of my leveler where it gives me that kind of step out of my apartment out of my creative space and gives me a breath of fresh air both literally and figuratively, but that's been removed now too. So yeah, I've been trying to find new things to learn to try to keep me busy. I've been crushing the guitar the last couple of weeks doing nothing but that at night, just playing some guitar, learning some new songs. That's been keeping me afloat. I think I mentioned maybe before or before we started streaming, I got a Nintendo Switch, so I've been dabbling with that too. But even simple things like going to the grocery store, you think twice about now. And that's the part that concerns me the most is just, I miss the social aspect. Like I'm a very social person, so it, it just it hurts me inside knowing like I can't just like so easily go visit a local business and just if it's a restaurant or something like that, because they've closed down. You could do takeout still. But at least even if you're doing that, you're thinking twice about your sanitation and making sure that, you know, you're going about that in a healthy way. The grocery store is a lot. So many things we took for granted before this. And it's just like now you start to realize how good we actually have it in a way, you know. But overall, just, um, yeah, a sense of isolation that everyone's feeling. You know, but doing my best to FaceTime and video chat my friends and stay active because that's we're social creatures. So as much social interaction as you could have without physically being with one another, I think that'll help us get through it. So FaceTime your friends, call up your, your family members, and I think that'll help you feel a little bit better about it. And do long delayed collabs because I think that that was also something that was on my <laughs> schedule. That's true. That's true. Yep. You're going to come out of this stronger and uh, definitely with a, a Grammy, most likely, based on how you've been hitting that guitar. So that's that's pretty Jeez, sweet. I don't know. I got the guitar playing down. I don't have the singing down. And once I get the two together, maybe. But we got a lot of time before we go there. It's still more than most <laughs> people. take singing lessons. For, uh, uh, let's see. I got to work on the voice, but we'll see. For those of you that want to see Brian in action, a reminder, you can check out BMAC. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, there'll be a really beautiful graphic. But for those of you listening this week, uh, mattsdailydeals.com. But subscribe at BMAC, B-M-A-C. You're going to find Brian out there. Uh, if you just Google Brian's full name, Brian McDuff or BMAC, you're going to find him as well. And on Amazon Live, he's got uh, some really good live streams that have just kind of been a, a bright spot for a lot of the other people like me in the industry. Uh, that's amazon.com slash live. And you can look for, for him there ever categorize any of these videos correctly. <laughs> that was my good part. Appreciate it, Matt. Thank you. Uh, it's been that awesome. was good. That was good. Perfect. Uh, Thanks, man. 
I, I really appreciate it. And oh, I have to stop the podcast. By the way, guys, podcast is now over. Check back next week or the week after, depending on how my life goes personally. Thank you.